At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. the nightcap hour number three on a monday night on a just glorious sports week so much football so much college basketball all over the place duke coming to town on friday to take on gonzaga ucla and gonzaga tomorrow night that's gonna be a a treat to watch dick vitell will be back on the call great to see dick vitell uh back behind the mic here in las vegas is he calling duke gonzaga friday i believe so Oh, yeah. I believe that to be the case. He's calling UCLA Gonzaga as well. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Buccaneers winner tonight covering the closing number of 10.5 with ease. They went 30-10. to 10. The under comes home. And uh, always great to have on our next guest. He joins us each and every Monday to give us that fresh look at the college football board because every Sunday, Sean Brad Powers is firing away on those openers. And uh, you have kept close tabs on uh, on his plays, and he his yeah. favorite play was UCLA. We have to give credit where credit is due. Brad gave us UCLA last week. They covered. Winner. He gave us the under in the Ohio State game. That was a cover. He was <laughs> yeah. one of the few people. He gave us NIU during the week. Oh, yeah, that was nice. He was one of the few people to actually like Oklahoma to cover the number. A lot of people were contrarians, thought it was a bad spot. Good job by Brad. That's why I bring him on because he's one of the best out there. And he joins us right now. Brad, always a pleasure, man. Let's start with uh... – one of the biggest games of the college football season, fresh off of this uh, just remarkable performance by the Buckeyes. They are now on the road, and the number has ballooned up. The look ahead was uh, in the four and a half, five range. Now it's eight uh, for Ohio State at Michigan. Are you going to get in front of that runaway freight train that is this Ohio State defense or offense? Uh, no, I, I, I am with the train. Uh, I hopped on. <laughs> I didn't hop on last week, unfortunately, but I did hop on as soon as I saw the number open up at Circa on Sunday. I laid seven. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you don't bet the uh, you know the Buckeyes in this one past history. What you saw in the first half against Michigan State, and you know it's not only Jimmys and Joes, but it's X's and O's. I mean, they're just far superior in every way. And uh, I mean, there's not a motivation issue. I mean, Ohio State's always max motivated in this game. They just got better ball players and better coaches. So. I expect more of what we saw last 15 years in this matchup. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm hoping that uh, maybe we can duplicate what we saw. I know you, uh, you've even got a juicier number on C.J. Stroud than I do. You were on the train way, way early. Uh, I'm sitting at 30-1, to 1, so hopefully we can get some uh, touchdowns galore like we had. Um, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Bedlam, uh, this has been a rivalry dominated by the team from Norman. It will be in Stillwater. The Pokes are a favorite, laying four, four and a half in some spots. Uh, the defense has been tremendous there for Mike Gundy's squad. Get the shutout this past weekend. You you were on Oklahoma. 
Uh, they take care of business. Wasn't the prettiest win. Uh, maybe a bit fortunate, too, with that Brock Purdy just terrible play before the half that led to a scoop and score. Is Mike Gundy's squad finally going to take care of their rival? I think so. I mean, they're just a more consistent team. And speaking of that, I mean, Oklahoma State has quietly covered nine consecutive wow. games since the start of the season. I mean, if it wasn't for past history, and it's kind of a helmet game, what do I mean by that? I don't know. For whatever reason, Oklahoma has Oklahoma State's number. I mean, I know what it is most seasons. I mean, they're just more talented. But, I mean, there's even been other seasons where I think Oklahoma State has had at least, you know, a comparable team and just has come up way short in this game. I just think defensively uh, on, the, on the Cowboys' side is the best unit on the field. And as long as knock on wood, Spencer Sanders doesn't have one of those turnover games like he hasn't most of this season, I think they're the better team at home. So I would lay the three and a half. The Civil War uh, will be a mid-afternoon game. Oregon, Oregon State, Oregon getting thumped uh, by Utah, ending their chances at a national championship. But they need to win this game, Brad, to go to the Pac-12 title game and to have an opportunity to try to get to a Rose Bowl uh, this number, I think, opened seven. It is now sitting at six and a half. Uh, Oregon State looked the part. Actually opened nine here at Circa. Uh, Oregon State, an impressive win against Arizona State at home in Corvallis. Uh, does the, do the Beavers hang around with the Ducks on uh, on Saturday afternoon? I think they do. I, I, I agree with the money in this instance. Uh, I, although I'm kicking myself for not being part of it. Uh, so I, I can't say that I was first to the window on the Beavers <laughs> here, but you know, uh, Oregon lost a couple more wide receivers announced, you know, later on Sunday, uh, Johnson, uh, Johnny Johnson and Jalen Redder out. That's after Pittman uh, transferred out last week. So, I mean, uh, you want to talk about cluster injuries at the wide receiver position. And I also think Mario Cristobal might have one foot out the door. I mean, he can have his probably his pick of the litter in those two Florida jobs. Then that might be open up. Miami's not yet, but I'm sure Miami would take him. Uh, I, I just I don't like the the pulse of Oregon right now. Oregon State's got more momentum. I'll take the Beavers. Yeah, right now six and a half. Uh, I'm trying to look if there's any sevens out there right now uh, on Oregon State. There is. Oh yeah, a, the, the, you yep. shop around, you get some sevens. Yeah, there's uh, at South Point. Our friends over at the South Point have Oregon State uh, getting seven. I want to go back to Thursday. I think the best game on Thanksgiving isn't in the NFL. It's the Egg Bowl night game. This one will be in Starkville. The cowbells will be ringing. Lane Train taking on Mike Leach. And, uh, Sean, you were a bit surprised by this number. I was. Mississippi State at here at Circle laying two. Other spots, you know, one. You can even find a pick out there. Uh, who wins the Egg Bowl? Wow. Uh, I think the line is about right. I'm not surprised that Mississippi State's a very short favorite. That's what I have in my power ratings. I lean under, mm. and I tweeted this out. Uh, you know, everyone thinks the offense with Ole Miss. And it was the case at least early in the season. But since they've been banged up on the offense side of the ball, they've actually relied on the defense to step up and has been much improved throughout the course of the season. Ole Miss game's gone under the total six straight by 21 points a game. So I'll lean under in the Egg Bowl. Talk once again to Brad Powers. Joins us in this spot each and every week at Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. A must follow uh, if you are a college football fan, like betting college football uh, last week. Uh, when you were on the airwaves, it was still UCLA minus three. You said USC's given up, and uh, they gave up 62 points. So Six, I think. 66. A lot, either way. What? 
points. They gave up a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it was a three-point spread when yeah. we were talking to Brad. A lot. Uh, so, Brad, what is, as we always ask, because these numbers have moved, and I know you are here on Sundays getting those quick plays in, so some of the numbers might be gone. Right now, when you look at the board, is there a play that you uh, that is jumping out at you? I'll say North Texas plus 10 and a half at home against UTSA. I think the noose is starting to get a little tight for, for the roadrunners being unbeaten. We've seen the last couple of games have been very fortunate to beat Southern Miss and then UAB should have beaten them last week. North Texas, the team playing for bowl eligibility with a win. Uh, they've covered five in a row. They've been super I mean, beat a, a decent UTEP team at home in their, in their last home game. Absolutely hammered FIU last week. I, I thought earlier in the season, I played a pretty good Liberty team. And should have won the game outright as a three touchdown underdog. I think North Texas is very live here, plus ten and a half. A nice call. Nice I don't. Call. I, I don't can't know. Argue with it. I don't know if people should be scared or not because Brad's Brad's the brains. But mm-hmm. I but I am intrigued. I played North North Texas earlier today, Brad. I I, I agree. You know, uh, and when you look at it, there's a, there's a bunch of teams fighting for bowl eligibility, and and not every team is the same, right? Uh, some teams just might want to end the season. They don't want to. They don't want to win. I yeah. think North Texas, the way they're playing, they certainly do. UTSA might be peaking a little bit ahead. Uh, they had a, a you know crazy win over UAB. Let me ask you about UAB this week uh, because that is just a gutting, gutting loss. Uh, they had a chance right there uh, to win that game. Uh, UTEP is getting thirteen and a half. Is this a spot to uh, fade UAB after that devastating loss? I hear you, but I think it's priced into the number. Okay. My numbers are pretty strong on UAB. I mean, more in the 16-17 range. I bet numbers at the open, I could tell you I laid 12 with UAB. Okay. It's not one of my favorite bets of the week, but I went the other way there. Quick uh, quick thought on uh, on, to- uh, on tomorrow night. Um, I like Ball State in this spot. Similar situation. Yep. Uh, they're, you know, bowl eligibility. Buffalo's done, man. Four and seven, starting quarterbacks out. Would you lay the six and a half? Yep. I would. Couldn't agree more. Starting quarterbacks out, first-year coach. It's on, it's on to finishing up this recruiting class, moving on to next year. Ball State's a defending Mac champ. Uh, needs to get the ball eligibility. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more there. I have a couple games, Brad, that, that kind of jumped out. Uh, first being Kentucky at Louisville. Kentucky being a dog. I know Malik Cunningham had a big game last week, but what do your, your power ratings say? Is that number right? Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I want it's tough taking an ACC team or an SEC team, but my power rating say Louisville should be the the, the favorite here. I mean, they uh, keep in mind Louisville lost a couple close games. Uh, you know, one in particular against Virginia, where they blew like a twenty point lead in the fourth quarter. You know, a couple more wins on their belt, people wouldn't be surprised. I don't change my power ranks just because one play went against them. So yeah, I, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised. I'm not. I think it's a fair number. Uh, other game I have, and I don't know how much coaching rumors play into motivation at this time of year, but a lot of people think that Scott Woodard, who's the LSU, wants to bring Jimbo Fisher over from Texas A&M. A&M is going in the Death Valley. LSU, nothing really to play for. I know they're trying yeah, to get Bo. Last game, man. I know they're trying to get Bo eligible, but when I saw six, you know, just perceptually at least, I think a and much better than LSU. Is that line bad or no? No, I th- it's tough. I mean, I- I'll say this. I did put a little bit on A&M. I mean, if they bring their A game and they're locked in, they should take care of LSU. What worries me, it could be a high-variance game. Do I get LSU against UL Monroe or do I get LSU's performance against Alabama? I'm actually leaning towards 
you're probably going to see more LSU towards Alabama. But I'll say this. If a couple things go wrong early, I think LSU's a dead cat. So it'll all be about how that game starts off. At Brad Power 7 on Twitter. Brad, always a pleasure, man. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thanks for having me on. Take care. It is the Nightcap on Visa. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts designed to tackle sports betting. From the local perspective, there are city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, LA, and New York. Subscribe to your local city casts wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, Tim Murray and Sean King. Sean is refusing to put the game that he's bet on in studio, so he keeps looking over his shoulder. Yep, don't want to jinx it. What are, you, what are we at? One nothing after yep. we got one period, period two left. Puckstradamus. Uh, the lone college basketball game going on right now. Notre Dame and St. Mary's in the first round of, I guess it's not the lone game. We've got a couple of the games going on. USC's playing, uh, actually Gonzaga's playing right now, playing Central Michigan. That game is at T-Mobile Arena, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I'm going to work on getting us tickets. Well, you're going out of town, right? I'm out of town. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Friday. Absolutely. That'd be fun. Yeah. I was there last night. Um, I invited you. You, you did. You declined. Yeah. Um, but Aaron Oster, myself, a couple others from the network, Wes Reynolds, uh, Mike Palm. Yeah. Man, we were in the presence of Mike Palm. So we do like Sunday fun day at my private cigar lounge. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I put my, food my, on the grill. My and... phone must have not rang on that one. You said you were going to the game. My, my, it must have been locked or something. You said know. you were going to the game. Maybe I would have decided to go to your private cigar lounge. No, you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't have. You could have invited me. You don't even smoke cigars. I can't be in your presence. Yeah, we, we got, I got to have you sign a contract. I have a rule with my friends that don't smoke cigars. If you're going to come hang out at the cigar lounge, you can't be over there like the cigar smoke is, you know, doing all this and waving and stuff, you know? so I've, I've smoked plenty of cigars before in my life. I, I never hung out with you in a cigar. Well, you've never invited me. Um, Notre Dame and St. Mary's tied at the half, and here's the interesting thing. Guess what the line was, first half line? Pick them. Pick. So, right on the number. Notre Dame, St. Mary's tied at the half. Uh, mentioned Gonzaga. They're playing Central Michigan right now. That is a 69-37 Gonzaga game. Number one versus number two tomorrow. Gonzaga and UCLA. And that line, I can pull it up real quick. Um, I'm doing a great job right now trying to find this line. The second half line? Uh, five and a half. Looks like Gonzaga, minus five and a half at DraftKings against UCLA tomorrow night at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, as Gonzaga won, is up by 30 right now. Oh, over I can't Central wait until Friday. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. I'm going to be up late. I'm going to be back on the East Coast. I'm going to have to watch that game on the East Coast at 10 o'clock We're Eastern. We're going to smoke those turkeys real slow. Anybody that doesn't have leftovers on Friday, just watch Duke play Gonzaga. All right. What's the, what's the number? Is there a number on that game yet? Uh, you'll be an underdog. Good. Yeah. <laughs>
that means I get plus money. Absolutely. You will absolutely be an good. Ken Palm right now has six points spread. So, yeah, probably oh, in that range. I hope so. Yeah, we eat that up. Yeah. So, it'll be a fun one. A uh, fun couple of days of college basketball. Uh, who? What well, the names would be Gun Who instead of Gonzaga? Gun Who? That's a terrible joke. Duke Moneyline. Okay. Cigar bet? Hold on. Go ahead and talk. Let me see where we're at. You you got you got some trouble coming down the pipeline here. Cincinnati making the playoff. What are you taking a look at there? Oh, Oklahoma State, what did I say? Twelve and one. You got them to make the CFP. I said they don't make it at twelve and one. Yep, I feel good about that. If they go twelve and one. So uh right. straight up, Gonzaga Duke. Yeah, I like Cigar that. Cigar bet? Yep. There we go. Friday night. That'll be fun for you at the – that'll be a hell of a game. I can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to watch Gonzaga-UCLA tomorrow as well. Um, Buccaneers win tonight. Uh, I, I just want to kind of rehash what we were just talking to Brad Powers about. Um, Michigan and, and Ohio State. At a principle, I feel like I, I got to stay off because I bet – Ohio State last week, I bet them two weeks ago, they were a, 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 the opponent, Purdue and Michigan State, were both trendy dogs. They are absolutely going to be the public side. There is no doubt, and I think this thing closes around double figures. That's so, what I was going to say. If you like them, you got to bet them now. If you like Michigan, I would wait yeah. uh, because I think you're going to get a much better number as you continue to see that number move uh, in that direction. Um, like Ohio State has owned this rivalry. Jim Harbaugh has not beaten Michigan, or sorry, Ohio State, since he's gotten to Michigan. Uh, hopefully, we'll have uh, our friend John Jansen on tomorrow, and he'll give us the reasoning or how Michigan can pull off this upset. Um, well, here's a good thing about Ohio State, if you're back in Ohio State. Yeah. Since the Oregon loss, if eight and a half was a spread, they've covered every game. Yeah. Well, they didn't cover, they didn't cover against Nebraska. Right, but I'm saying if eight oh, and a half you. was a spread, they've covered every game. Yeah. They won every game by nine or more. Yeah. Um, so like I said, I think a lot of people, you know, of course the Sharps, you know, bet early in the week, but this will be a game once everyone gets through Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. they're, okay, what do we got tomorrow in college football? A lot, a lot of money, in my opinion, will come in on Ohio State. We'll get to letdown spots tomorrow. Um, there's a couple that are jumping out at me. Um, I'm curious Michigan State's mentality heading into this weekend. You just got your doors blown off by Ohio State, and now Penn State comes to town. It's a pick em. Um, I For Michigan State, I really hope they win this game because, Sean, if they win this game, they're going into a New Year's Six Bowl. Yeah, I got them in the yellow tape right now. So. I know you do, but, yeah. I mean, just for the mindset of that team, going with all the stakes, game day's there. It's the big noon kickoff game, and they're down 49 to nothing. How how does Mel Tucker rally the troops? Well, here's the one aspect of all of these games that you have to factor in. If they're not a rivalry game, and even if they are a rivalry game, they're senior night, senior day for all of these home teams. That matters. That matters a lot because these are guys. But that doesn't you, that sometimes start interrupt? But some, doesn't that sometimes? Work to the detriment where you're you're too excited. No, because I think what it does though it eliminates whatever has happened before in the season, good or bad. 
the head coach, if he's a good head coach, he can get you to see that, okay, this is Tim Murray's last time ever putting on the Michigan State uniform. We've got to go out and make sure that we send him out on the right note. And you get that. During the week, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're taking pictures with the seniors. You know, you're doing little things, you know, to make them appreciate. A lot of teams have rituals, you know, for that Thursday practice generally is when it is. At USF, the whole team would line up, and we'd announce every senior, and they kind of walk down, and, you know, they'd get in a stance and, and, you know, go tackle a dummy for the last time. <laughs> if they're an offensive guy. did they do that in Rudy? I'm just saying. It's an emotional <laughs> time. You know, because for a lot of these guys, everybody's not playing professional sports. So for a lot of guys around the country, this is the last time that they're going to play competitive football. And so that means something. You know, a lot of these guys are your captains. They're your emotional leaders. You know, they're your guys that are sacrifice. You know, so you, you get up for this game. You, you really do. You lived in Florida for? Majority of my life. We got Florida, Florida State this weekend. Take Florida State. So they're playing for something I don't think Florida is, even though I just gave you that whole spill about senior day. The one thing about the elite programs in America, senior day is a little different because the majority of their players don't get to be seniors. Right. They're generally gone after their junior year, registered junior year. So it's, it's slightly different. But in this situation, it's not the Dan Mullen that's not there. It's the fact that he already fired Grantham, the D coordinator. He already fired Vesey, the offensive line coach. So they're, you only get 10 full-time coaches. They're already down three of them. So even from a preparation standpoint, Dan's the one that calls the plays. So I'm assuming that Garrick McGee, you know, who was the head coach at Illinois, I think at one point, and he's probably going to call the plays, but this is Dan's baby. Dan calls it. So, I mean, it's a lot of coaches that are missing. Remember when the Saints were missing all their coaches, yep. how much that impacted them when they went to Carolina. So that's what worries me about Florida. And I know Florida State – I think everybody had Mike Norville fired after like the first four or five weeks. And they've right playing the hard, ship. man. They're playing hard. They went and won at Boston College. A lot of people thought Boston College was the play. I think you're going to get an A effort from them in all three phases. And I think Florida State, here they are. We talk about bowl eligibility. Both teams are five and six. Do you think, by the way, if Florida wins, they're turning down a bowl. They're not going to a bowl game. Their coach has been fired. They probably would go to No, like, they'll probably go. No. Yeah. Yeah, they'll go. Yeah, they'll go. Cigar bet. If Florida wins, they will not go to a bowl. I think they'll turn it down. I think I'm going to bet Florida State, so I'm not going to take that. I, I want to bet, bet too. I I I like Florida State. I bet them minus two. I bet them again at pick, and now it's at three here at circa. I I don't fully understand why. So if Florida wins, I'll go to a bowl game. They really take care of those SEC schools, even like the little. They'll go to, like, the Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah, I think the players will but all But they'll go. show them a great time. They're nah, going. I think they turn it down. Florida State and Florida, not what it used to be. I like Florida State, though. All right, we'll get back to the NFL. Buccaneers taking care of business tonight. It is the nightcap on BC. Prop Tracker now at available at vcin.com for you to keep up with the NFL props. Head to vcin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the Prop Tracker 
betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. It is the nightcap here on Visa. I'm doing a little quick calculation on my, uh, my calculator um, because the Circa Survivor took another big hit. 38 of the 173 entrants had the Titans. Wow. So that is down to 135. One had the Panthers. So they are down to 134. Everybody was with the fight in Baker Mayfields this week, huh? Yeah. They were that wasn't an easy one. Thirteen to ten, huh? They got home. It's all all you need to do. The name of the game, survive, and you got there. Uh, but it wasn't easy. So now, Sean, if folks were in the circus survivor, now comes the tricky part. All right. Now we've you've made it. Mm-hmm. Only 134 of the what, four thousand plus? I mean, it's crazy to think how how many have been whittled away with all these double digits lose double digit favorites losing these past couple of weeks. What do you do on Thanksgiving? If you have all the teams available, some people might. That's the, yeah, that's the big question. So I would imagine a lot of these folks still have Dallas or Buffalo available. So here are the three games. So remember, Circus Survivor different than your Survivor with your your friends at home right. because they have added a week. For Thanksgiving, and then they also added a week for Christmas, the Thursday night game and the two Christmas games. So at the end of the day, to win Circa Survivor, assuming we get someone all the way to the end, you've got to win 20 weeks. Okay. Chicago at Detroit. Chicago's laying three and a half. Vegas at Dallas. Dallas laying seven. Buffalo at New Orleans. Buffalo laying four and a half. If I had all six teams available, mm-hmm. I truly believe that I would go with the Bears. I just I'm gonna try and fade the worst team. I mean, Buffalo, I mean, whatever reason, the Saints are playing good. Almost beat the Titans. You know, just Kamara's the thing's gonna be back. And they just got smoked by the Eagles. Right. No Kamara. You know, Buffalo you know. coming off a loss. Do they yeah. rebound? I think you're guessing either way you go in this thing. Now, if I had the Cowboys, you just kind of got to see the injury report. You don't want to take the Cowboys, no CeeDee Lamb, no Amari Cooper. I feel like if I if you had all six teams. I'd go to the Bears. I feel like I would have to take Dallas, and I wouldn't feel great about it. I'd but go, this, is, but this, is why, this is why you'd be, I wouldn't take. Chicago on the road with Andy Dalton? Yeah, but I'm getting... What's his name? Tanner Boyle? Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. You know how hard it is to average 3.3 yards per completion? <laughs> he was 15 or 23 for 77. That's that's almost impossible. That's, that's pretty impressive. Like, so I'm going to bank that Chicago, Andy Dalton's a veteran. I don't need him to be great, just not terrible, and that's probably enough. You mm. know what I mean? I don't know. It's 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 a hard one, man. It's a... If you've got all six, which I'm sure some people don't, you know, maybe some people. Well, once again, you knew going into Circus Survivor that Thanksgiving was a thing. So I imagine the majority of the people still around have the Bears. Dallas. <laughs> I'm sure they have the Bears. Yeah. I mean, you're playing a team that had won a game in nine tries. But you're also betting on the shortest spread on the board. I know, but again, I'm going with the team that 
If they play well Thursday, it's a shocker. Dallas with or Tim Boyle at quarterback. That's true. I'll take my chance. If I get to this point in Survivor and Tim Boyle and the 0-9-1 Detroit Lions, you weren't meant to win it anyway. It just was a matter of time. I wouldn't be shocked if Derek Carr plays great on Thursday and the Raiders beat the Cowboys, especially if there's no CeeDee Lamb or Mari Cooper. I feel like CeeDee is going to play, don't you? Yeah, we'll see. Well, you can wait. You don't have to you know, get it in. I don't know, I don't know what the deadline is. It's probably Wednesday or something like that. Um, I mean, you're not going to be mad if you take the Bills. You're going to be mad if they don't play good. But on paper, they're supposed to beat the Saints. Bills but coming off a loss. You think the Mercedes, uh, New Orleans, the Superdome, be pop- on a holiday, it's going to be crazy. But is Kamara going to be back? Oh. I mean, Trevor Simeon, he looked. He looked like Trevor Simeon. Yeah, he looked yeah. like Trevor Simeon. Which is, I don't understand why New Orleans would ever sign Trevor Simeon. Oh, but they just signed Taysom Hill to an extension today. I mean, he must be like a, a great have- community, like. Ambassador for the organization, because well, then sign him to your community relations team. Yeah, I don't think no, he's don't done anything on the field this year. Forty-something million dollars. Yeah. Good for him. Shout out to Taysom Hill. Yeah, good, get it, get good for it. him, man. Yeah. yeah, Chase Daniel, all those guys. Yeah, man. shout out. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Uh, absolutely correct. Uh, we got uh, we got a couple games going on right now. Uh, Gonzaga's up by forty-three on Central Michigan. Uh, nice little warm-up for uh, Gonzaga UCLA tomorrow night. Uh, and St. Mary's has regained the lead against the Irish, 36-35. This game went off, minus one, pick, and it's playing out that way between these two teams. Seems like pretty evenly matched. Winner of this game will play Oregon tomorrow night in uh And this game is setting basketball back by like 40 years. <laughs> this is ugly to watch. I tell you what, man, last night watching Arizona against Michigan, Arizona – they got some talent, man. They got some dudes, and they pummeled Michigan. Pummeled Michigan. Maybe that it's was, time to that like, was impressive to watch. Kind of rethink how good is Michigan. I mean, after I think the, that's fair. Seton Hall, who lost the day. Uh, you know, Arizona. I mean, Arizona looks like they might be really good, but I think Arizona's good. I, I mean, it wasn't that Michigan lost; it was that they didn't look like they even belonged in the same court. No, as that game went on, yeah. I mean, Arizona. Put it on them and won that game by 18. They got some size. Uh, the big, the big man down low for Michigan or for Arizona, uh, who ended up winning the MVP, was got a feathery touch. Uh, so I, I like Arizona. I like what I saw. I know uh, Aaron, our producer, was intrigued <laughs> by. Uh, I think it was like plus six something for them uh, to win the uh, the Pac-12 tournament, which we'll hear here in Vegas. So uh, that'll be something to keep an eye on. Um, Monday Night Football, once again, goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If I made you pick today, do the Bucs win the NFC? Yes. The Packers losing yesterday to the Vikings, does that make you question their chance to win no. the uh, conference? No. no, not at all. Minnesota's a team that's getting better. It's a road game. They've won a couple in a row. I mean, it's hard to win on the road in the NFL. I mean, it's really, really hard. It's a division rival. Yeah, they know each other really well. A lot of times those coordinators, you know, they've played multiple times. You know, and they fought. I mean, great, great touchdown pass from Rodgers to Scantlin to in what most weeks is going to win the game. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, their head's up. 
I think Aaron Jones not being there matters long term. For sure. He's such an integral part of what they do. And he should be back in a couple weeks. Running and throwing the ball. So, I don't know. But, again, like you, the Bucks. The Bucks are doing what they're doing. They haven't been healthy since Dallas. Right. Like, they won tonight. Granted, they're playing the Giants. So, I mean, it's like, whatever. But no Antonio Brown, no Carlton Davis. You know, those are two Pro Bowl players, you know, on, on different sides of the football. Does that matter? I mean, I think it matters a lot. You know, when you're trying to evaluate, no Vita Vea, mm-hmm. you know, at, at nose tackle. So three of their 22 starters not playing tonight, you know, still win by 20. You know, they played multiple games, you know, without Sean Murphy Bunton. This was his first game back. They played multiple games without Levante David. You know, Jason Pierre-Paul has missed games. Like, so, I mean, they've been really banged up. So, And when you look at last year, they were record-wise, I think they after 10, they were 7-3 and three in the exact same spot. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not worried about Tampa Bay. Um, I think, yeah, I think they're getting they're getting healthy. Yeah, you got. If you're gonna back a horse, that's it. This is the horse to back. The Dallas loss is that more of a Kansas City is getting better and maybe the real deal, or a question about the Cowboys? I think it's like a right-handed boxer and somebody tying his left hand behind his back and saying. I know your right hand's your best hand, but we're not going to let you be a complete fighter. And by that, I mean Dallas is really good because of the weapons that they throw at you on offense. Right. And if you watch the game, like, Wilson and the other receiver drop multiple balls. As you know, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb don't drop. Yeah. You know, that factored into it. So, I wouldn't read too much into that game. I just don't – I think Dallas's team, though, it's very difficult for them to win if they're not full strength. Buccaneers win tonight to improve to seven and three. Right now, they're the three seed in the NFC. Packers at eight and three. Cardinals at nine and two. Right now, that's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We'll wrap things up on the other side. Take a look at that Gonzaga UCLA game and get you set the rest of the week. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Wrapping things up here on the Nightcap. That gentleman right there, Sean King, he played for the Bucks. He was hanging out with Warren Sapp this weekend. You do that hip thing? No. That Dak does? Come on, man. What's Stop that it. about? Stop it, man. You didn't do that? No. You ever, you ever seen anybody in a game throw the ball like that? I, I don't know why he does it. Thank I, you. I was asking a former NFL quarterback why yeah. he would do that. They don't know why they do it. Somebody told them <laughs> that it'll help them. It doesn't help them. Yeah. Makes you look silly. Twist and shaft. Yeah. I like it. It doesn't help. No? Doesn't help? You ever seen Brett Favre? Or Jim Kelly or Joe Montana. Or... Brett Favre seems like the type of guy to me who would just didn't even stretch. But just think about this for a second. All of these great. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah, no, no, he stretches. All these great quarterbacks come through, and like these young guys think that they've invented some kind of hip thrust that's going to like, come on, bro. Are you serious? Come on, get out of here. We're getting to the get off my lawn segment of the nightcap. Yeah. Like, Old grumpy quarterback. Not at all. Just come angry on. about. The new age quarterbacks. And you know, they paid somebody a premium to tell them that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Come on. I don't know. I mean, Brady's probably doing some. He doesn't do that. You've never, seen, you've, never, you've never seen Brady do that. <laughs> <laughs> Brady's old school. Quiet feet. Step into your throw. Hip rotation. Give me a 44-year-old MVP. Yeah, have a great base. Call it the engine. Generate power. From your lower body up. Like These are those new torque guys. I think they throw from their abs. Uh, Notre Dame leading St. Mary's 45-43 to right now uh, with 12 minutes to go in the second half. This game, I feel like it has been a two-point game <laughs> one way or the other the entire evening. And there's a reason this game went off as a pick or St. Mary's minus one. It Bro. is uh, two very evenly uh No offense to women's games. basketball. I feel like I'm watching women's basketball. Like, this game has been played completely below the rim. A lot of screens, backdoor cuts. Yeah? Yeah. Look at that hook shot. Yeah, old school Kareem. Look at that. Off the glass, baby. Below the rim. Uh, We got Gonzaga, UCLA tomorrow. That is going to be tremendous. And uh, for for Gonzaga, both these teams have been tested to an extent. Uh, Gonzaga playing Texas at home and winning comfortably uh, earlier this season. And then you've got UCLA, um, who... Beat Villanova at home. So both these teams have had some tests. Uh, Villanova was able to, uh, or uh, they needed overtime there. Interesting to earlier today. Now it was kind of end of the game. They pulled away, but not a not a pretty performance uh, from UCLA against Bellarmine at uh, at T-Mobile. Uh, Riley's still out uh, for UCLA, and I think that's going to be a big issue for for UCLA when it comes to the size. Uh, when you have uh, both Chet Holmgren and Drew Timmy there for Gonzaga. So the Gonzaga, the Zags are uh, at DraftKings, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, this game will tip off right when we hit the air, so it will be a great game for us to keep our uh, keep our eyes on. Uh, I, I would think the Zags get it done uh, tomorrow. Here's an interesting question for me, and I don't know if UCLA can, can make the Zags answer this question, but when it really matters and they have to have someone that can get their own shot – that can bring the ball up court against a really athletic opponent. Do they miss Jalen Suggs? Oh, yeah. You know, that's the part about this team that we just won't know un- until we get into that role. Because remember when he got in foul trouble in that uh, national championship game, I mean, the whole thing changed. Yep. You know, the whole thing changed. They couldn't handle the defensive pressure. They didn't have an alternate ball handler. So I think that's when I really find out. Because the Zags are always going to be good. I mean, Mark Few does a great job. Mm-hmm. He recruits well. He recruits – you know, to his program. They've always got big guys that are NBA guys. Um, but I want to see what the ball handling looks like when it really matters. Yeah, Bolton, the uh, Iowa State transfer, um, has, has played well so far this this year. Um, They've also got the oldest team in all of college basketball history because what's his name, Tim's? <laughs> Drew Timmy. Yeah, he's got to be like 35 and a half. He's <laughs> only a junior. Well, that mustache is, is older than him. It is than, tremendous. Yeah. Does, does a little the mustache. Uh, Drew Timmy tonight, uh, they're playing Central Michigan. They're up 102 to 50. So I'm going to say they're going to win this one uh, with relative ease. It looks that way. Yeah. Um, I yeah. like the freshman, though, Chet. Chet Holmgren. I like him. Yeah, 19 points. He's athletic. He's razor thin now, but. Yeah, he's like seven foot a buck 40. Yeah, well, but he's athletic. Yeah. He dunked that thing on somebody. I was like, okay, a little bit. Yeah. They got some size, man. Chet Holmgren, number one recruit in the country uh, coming into this year. 
19 points, four boards tonight, two blocks. And uh, that'll be a fun one. Westgate has uh, posted a line. It's now six. Mm-hmm. Remember this game, these two teams played in the final four. Uh, Jalen Suggs, half-court shot, won them the game. Uh, one of the best college basketball games. Tremendous game. By the way, I'm watching right now, and they're doing a segment. That's in a sports book. Jay Billis is going to the window at a sports book. That looks like the Venetian, isn't it? This is, uh, this is welcome to 2021, where on a college basketball broadcast, Jay Billis just went to the window. I don't know if he placed a bet. I don't know what they were talking about, but that was an interesting little uh, bit they had going there. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame 47 and St. Mary's 45. Uh, once again, I would have bet it if Mike Bray is wearing shorts. He was not, so all bets were off. So far, so good, though. Notre Dame's up two. Yeah, let's, get it, let's get it home, Irish. Get into the winner's bracket, play Oregon tomorrow. Uh, loser will play Chaminade uh, in the Maui Invitational. Uh, we got Maction tomorrow, two games on the uh, Maction slate. Um, I tweeted out there were two games that really intrigued me, and uh, Brad Powers was on the side of both of them, so I guess buyer beware. Uh, but I really like Ball State tomorrow. I know laying points is always a risky proposition when it comes to Maction, but I, I just think about motivation and, you know, final week of the college football season, Sean. Some teams, I got to imagine, and I don't know if it ever happened you know, with, with your USF teams, but you, you hit a level, man. And Buffalo, it's been a tough year. New staff. Everything they had was in the NIU game last week. Right. They lose that game. They can't make a bowl. Their starting quarterback's hurt. Um, and Ball State's got everything to play for. Uh, defending conference champ. They can't win the conference again, but they're 5-6. and six. And you know, here's the thing. In recent years, Sean, Teams from the MAC have been snubbed in bowl games mm-hmm. because if there's enough bowl eligible teams, they'll leave out a MAC team. Mm-hmm. This year, it looks like if you get bowl eligible, no matter where you are, you're getting to a bowl game. I think Ball State's going to be motivated. They're going to want to make a bowl game. I will lay the six and a half. I have laid the six and a half with the Cardinals tomorrow at home. Let's go, Ball State. I didn't understand the other line. Has NIU already locked up the. Uh... They have. But it's still senior night. I was, I was surprised Western Michigan's favorite in that game. Yeah, I, I kind of like Western Michigan. Um, NIU, man, they, they got some crazy mojo going. For they them. win all the close games. They're like 8-0 in, in one-score games this year. Um, They're not going to lose on senior night, not in DeKalb. And that's a different kind of cold this time when you're in DeKalb, Illinois. I'm just telling you. I know firsthand. I'm going to leave that one away because that line is – it's weird. I say that about I I say that about NIU every week, and every week they come through in the clutch. Yep, but I I do wonder because they have locked up a bowl, uh, a berth in the MAC championship. You don't want to go in off a loss, though. It's true. Western Michigan, um, they're six, they're bowl eligible already. They're yeah. six and five. But what do they have to play for? I don't know. Yeah. Their bowl game. Who knows. Um, so I'm going to stay Probably away. glad from, to be out of Kalamazoo. I'm going to stay uh, off that one. I'm going to ride with the Cardinals, though. Hopefully they can uh, take care of business. Uh, final thoughts on what we saw tonight, Monday Night Football. Buccaneers winning 30-10, to under hits. Bucks win with ease. It felt to me, now I know it's the Giants, Sean, but it felt to me, what's your hockey game doing? Yeah, Pucks with Domus. It was only Stradamus tonight, I think. I wasn't the puck part. Looks like it's going to overtime. And you can't win by two in overtime. Yeah, unfortunately not. 
First two legs of your parlay come home. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but you look at uh, Bucks seem to be getting healthy. Yes, absolutely. Slowly, they had Gronkowski back tonight. I six think catches. he had uh, six catches on what, eight or nine targets. Yep. So, Chris Godwin had six catches. Yeah, they're getting good at the right Mike time. Mike Evans had six catches. Feels like this is uh, the Bucks are kind of getting hitting their groove here. Yeah. Bunting was back. Sean Murphy Bunting. Yeah. Yeah. Played good. We will see. Uh, it was uh, an impressive performance. Bucks get the win, get the cover. So. Hey, Tom Brady covers in prime time. First time in uh, 12 games, even though for some reason the Super Bowl doesn't count as a prime time game. All right, that's going to do it for our show. Scott Seidenberg with the look ahead is coming up next. That is Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Thanks to Mike Sando and Brad Powers. Thanks to Aaron Oster, everyone behind the scenes. Let's go Ball State. Cheer on the Cardinals tomorrow. Lay in the six and a half. We will talk to you tomorrow night right here on the Nightcap.